Hello, and welcome back to a bonus episode of Finger Guns. I am your co-host, Dave Baldwin, and I am here with... Tony Baldwin. And... James Abituzio. And this week, for our bonus segment, we're going to talk about the first round of Hot Docs films that we have seen. So, if you remember in our last episode, we mentioned that we got accredited for Hot Docs. So, we've been watching a couple of films. So, we're going to go through a couple of reviews, and then we're going to have a couple more highlights of what we're looking forward to. And we'll see what else happens after that. Yeah, yeah, it's just been, you know, I've watched seven or eight so far so like we got to get some of these out. show off i know we got to get some of these out now so that my thoughts are there otherwise the next episode's going to be like eight million years long so that's why this bonus <laughs> we gotta, we gotta give the we gotta give the fans what they want exactly exactly so um yeah so out of the bunch there's a whole bunch that we've actually watched the same ones up which is good yes. so we'll talk about those ones yes um i want to start off with Start off with something a little on the whimsical side that Tony didn't like. Million Dollar Pigeons. Oh, Million Dollar <laughs> Pigeons. Yeah. A documentary about pigeon racing uh, between, you know, in various countries that are participating in it. Uh, a topic that I didn't realize, A, existed. B, how widespread it is. <laughs> like... It's There's a big like, fucking deal, apparently. Yeah, like, and competitions and like it's pretty fucking crazy how much goes into this. It was insane. pigeon racing. It was insane, especially I because I I don't like you don't even some of them don't even go. They just like send their pigeons and then maybe you get them back. Maybe you don't. Yeah, yeah. Some of them don't <laughs> yeah. like some of them don't make it. Yeah. Some of them don't even like fly up. Like <laughs> they buy like hundreds, hundreds of thousands of freaking pigeons <laughs> and like you know you're you get like twenty good ones out of that. Just yeah. seems like a big fucking waste of money, in my opinion. Yeah, it's yeah. it's nuts. And yeah. people are spending millions of dollars on yeah. fucking pigeons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> $200,000 on one pigeon. A pigeon. One. A singular, one singular pigeon. pigeon. Well, I could just God. go grab the pigeon. Like, yeah. you, you guys want to go pigeon hunting after yeah. this? Yeah. yeah. We'll start <laughs> like, our own pigeon race. Whoa. Fucking go anywhere in, in New York City and there's just pigeons fucking everywhere. We could just capture them right Not there. Not even there. Like, we... just... Like, my wife hates pigeons. Like, she hates birds in general. Like, she's afraid of birds. Settle she's, down, she's, Hitchcock. I know. She's <laughs> she's had a few incidents with birds. But, like, she yeah. would be terrified of this movie. Like, just like the part where they just, like, unleash yeah. the pigeons. <laughs> from the truck. And hundreds of pigeons fly yeah. Like, hundreds of thousands of pigeons. I was like, it's how insane. many fucking pigeons are insane. there? Jesus Christ. It's crazy. And, like, huge money. What the fuck? Yeah. Like that guy, that one dude in in the states who's got like I don't know, he's he's breeding off this like progeny winning pigeons and oh, like yeah. selling them at yeah. auction. It's yeah, like yeah. some guys like ten grand, ten grand. <laughs> there was one guy at that auction who just left his fucking card up. He yeah. was literally just sitting there, card up. Just keep like, going. Just keep Doesn't going. matter. We'll buy it. We'll fucking buy all five hundred dollars. I'm like, it's a bird. It's, it's a bird. It's, it's a, a bird. rat with wings. Exactly. It's nuts. I don't. I'm just oh. My gosh, and I appreciated that the filmmakers, they stayed serious. It didn't yeah. get too tongue in cheek. Like, yeah, it was whimsical, but it wasn't like there was another film I saw called Pecking Order a few years ago at, right. at Hot Docs, which was about competitive poultry pageantry. Right, and like they were like part of it was very tongue in cheek. Like they're at like a like a a ceremony, the award ceremony, sure. and Buddy's in the back 
who's been talking about how he loves his chickens and everything, but he's in the back eating KFC. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, okay, that's yeah. dark. Yeah. Considering you love these fucking chickens. Yeah. But I appreciate, I like this one. I didn't love it as much as I wanted to, but I, I enjoyed it and I liked that it stayed serious. Sure. And that, you know, it was still like parts of it. You're like, okay, this is fucking ridiculous. Like guy with his fucking, the American guy you were talking about yeah. where he stuffed yeah. his prize. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. When he had it, when he had oh it on God. his like desk or something that was like, fucked up. Just, just the most, I love, I love that it was played straight where it was just like, this is a really serious documentary about people that are really serious about fucking pigeons and like to the point of stuffing their prized yeah, possession yeah, like yeah, yeah. now he can be with me forever what the fuck or as long as what? he, or he, long loved, he loved that pigeon he that pigeon that got, got him god. fucking so much money he man. loved that pigeon my god um just it was i did and like, and um when that random guy like fell off the bench <laughs> oh yeah <no> reason. <laughs> he just fell over like okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> what oh my god I I liked that it took a serious turn. I just wish they did more with it around the South African pigeon race. Because, like, it was built up for most of the movie of just, like, yeah, this is, like, the premier pigeon racing competition. And then, like, shit hits the fan. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. And, you know, like, they abscond with the money and that's it. Like, we see, we see the, the pain and devastation of all the employees who are getting yeah. paid, who can't afford to keep up this place anymore, and, like, this woman just, like, fucking left. And, like, I guess there was probably a time factor, because that happened in, what, 2020? Yeah, it happened so, just before the pandemic started. Right. Yeah. So, I guess there was that issue of just, like, yeah, it was hard to, like, follow up and do investigative documentary work during that time, but, like, I wanted to know what the fuck happened to all that money. Like, where the fuck is it? Yeah. yeah. It was, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars, like... That it, that's just gone. I don't. I don't. Where is it? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And oh, uh, she declined to. To yeah, of course she's gonna decline. She's not gonna fucking say anything about that. And I, it was funny that she's just like, okay, I said enough. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She I, just fucks right off. But yeah. I think the problem is that it's clearly a movie that was made before the pandemic. Yeah, and then they had a hard stop, and yeah. then they had to pick up, but they didn't want to get rid of all the other stuff. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. so I think it was one it, they were making one movie and then they had to pivot, but pivoted, they didn't want to yeah. get rid of the other movie. So it felt like two it just kind of felt kind of smashed together at the end. It yeah. didn't it felt very inorganic. Like it was yeah. it was it was a cool kind of like um compare contrast because yep. even in South Africa the they weren't doing as much as the the Taiwan no, Thailand. Thailand. They were from Thailand. What what are Thai? Thai, Thai, the Thai people, yeah, were doing like they were. They seemed very, very invested. Yes, in a very way much that so. the South Af- Africans weren't, minus yeah. the the workers who definitely were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it seemed like everybody was was very invested. So that was a fun, cool, con- or a fun contrast. I just thought it kind of. Yeah, I did like in terms of contrast. I like you're right. There was a lot of good contrast that worked and a lot kind of didn't. And I think that pandemic really kind of messed up how they would, would have probably gone about it. Um, I did like the contrast between your hardcore race, money-making earners that, you know, you know, he's breeding and fucking auctioning and all that shit. And he's sending like a hundred fucking pigeons and spending bajillions of dollars and, and making money back. 
versus the one Irish gentleman. Oh yeah, <laughs> who's I just loved, I wanted to give him a hug. Who just who just who's just having a hard time. He like Are you talking about the Irish chef? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I wanted more of him. Like yeah. he came, he came in the, he came in too late, and I was just like, you guys have been holding on to this guy. Like, well, he was there from the beginning. He was the start, mm-hmm. and kind of like he was kind of like a connecting thread for you to follow, sort of like the everyman through this. But again, I think the pandemic kind of messed it up. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was that that jump where like, oh, he's trying to get his his pigeon racing club ridiculous <laughs> um, pigeon racing club to all agree to send four pigeons. And then they do, and that happened like all of a sudden. Like it was, hard, and then all of a sudden, three of them were dead. And I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, what happened? Like, wh- did I miss something here?" And then, like, jump from that to, "Oh, I lost my wife, and like she's kicking me out." And I was yeah. like, "Whoa, whoa yeah. how much time is passing here?" Like, yeah. well, he also shaved too. And yeah. there's that one yeah. bit where the guy's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's funny, but at the beginning, yeah. Like they were showing him unshaved, like yeah. the, the later interview, and then they cut back to him in the past, and I, and it threw me off yeah. for a bit too. Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Who's this guy? Uh, I felt bad for that guy, especially I just wanted like, to hug him. Yeah, he his pigeon came in like what four hundredth place or something. Like yeah, that? like down near the bottom. Oh, at least he, was he just, got he a pigeon fin- sent he out there. He finished. He finished. He finished. He so he was back. happy about the pigeon that. came yeah. back. The pigeon came back. Yeah. yeah. So he was happy about the that. dough he made looked fucking good. Oh yeah, good. that looked like great dough. I was ready for a pizza. Yeah, but yeah, damn. we're gonna we're gonna have to email email Irish buddy and for, find for out what his dough, dough recipe, recipe is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Since you since you and my wife are in the the business of it's making true. pizzas, it's true. Company but, starting soon. <laughs> what didn't you like about it? I was just a little bit disappointed. I think I was expecting more of a ton and cheek thing than a oh, serious sure. than a serious talk than a serious talk. Maybe I just had like unrealistic expectations. Uh, I don't know. It was it was it was just not what I was expecting. It I may was have set more... you up for failure on that by may... saying it was whimsical. Yeah, like, but it may... is like, like it, it's a ridiculous subject. Oh, matter. it's definitely a ridiculous subject matter. I just couldn't uh, I couldn't get on board. Some of the subjects uh, the subjects that they picked weren't uh, weren't interesting enough. Like I said, like I wanted more of the Irish Chef. Sure. Um, the guy who who stuffed his pigeon. That yeah. guy was that guy was fun. Uh, <laughs> Fun is a good way to describe that fun guy. Fun is the right word. Yeah. But like I was just it fat was... guy on a bench also <laughs> Like there were fun characters. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They just weren't given a lot of time. They just you're weren't right. given a lot of time. So um I don't know. Maybe maybe I just went in there with, with a different expectation and it just didn't uh it didn't vibe with what I was hoping for. And then I I love the last line. He's like, dude, it's something along the lines of, dude, it's just a pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's not just a pigeon. I know it's not just a pigeon. <laughs> My God. All of that said, yeah. I think we need business cards for this podcast, but I want to be credited as pigeon fancier. Oh my god, <laughs> that's what, what I want title. to be. <laughs> like yes, what the hell? People, uh, pigeon fanciers. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. What? I just love that. that, that I love that. I love that. But I I enjoyed it. Yeah. I wanted to like it more, yep. but I thought it was pretty solid, all things considered. It's clear, to me, it was clear that they were kind of, they had a setback with the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. But for what it is, I thought it was enjoyable. I'm hoping I'm hoping for Million Dollar Pigeons 2, where they <laughs> finally figure out what happened to all that money in South Africa. <laughs> I want the investigative, like, four-part miniseries doc about where the fuck that money went, man. Yeah. Find that woman. What the hell? I liked it. I I liked parts of it, but it was kind of a disappointment for me. All right. Yeah, so fair. that's that's two yays and a nay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. What's next? You want to talk a little more seriously? Yeah, let's go serious. All right, let's go serious. Let's uh 
Let's move on to make people better. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. You're going real <laughs> serious. Let's go real serious. Then we'll come back uh, up with some lighter shit and then back down again. All right. All right. Let's do it. So, make people better. A documentary about the first doctor who successfully completed gene editing on a human. Um, successfully. And then the, and then they gave birth, the, the, the mother gave, the, the mother birth, gave the birth successfully. Yeah. And uh, then he disappeared. Yeah. So, and then he was imprisoned. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Kind of? Maybe. Well, like he, like, we don't know where he is. It says at the I, end it that says he at the, yeah, yeah, it he's, says he's at the end, but he's yeah. in prison. Yeah. They don't prison. Ha- they don't really show yeah. him in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no evidence to say he's actually there. So that's that's alarming. We also need to mention this doctor is from China. Correct. Yes. Yeah, this entire the entirety of this uh, success takes place in China. Um I liked the subject matter insofar as it made me sit there and start questioning the ethics around gene editing and like the idea that it could go down to designer babies. They mentioned that a bunch. And even though the, the doctor who successfully completed the procedure had no intention of that and his, his sort of drive towards it was like trying to eradicate certain diseases. Yeah. And his focus was very admirable in terms of focusing on that area in China that the government gave like what was it 30% of the population AIDS because or HIV because they fucked up and were like reusing needles to do all these like blood tests which is fucking fucked yeah um so like from that perspective and coming at it from that angle I'm like okay I can get on board with that like you're trying to get rid of something that should never have happened in the first place and you're trying to find a way to correct something that could end up killing someone or changing the outcome of their life in a negative way because they're happened to be born with Mm -hmm. no no no. they would like you're sorry yes changing their life to a more positive outcome when they could have been born with hiv and had a really shitty or short life who knows well that's the that's what he removed from their genetic code was the uh the code for HIV. Yeah. yeah. It, it was it was the code for um, not full immunity, but to be like resistant to, to HIV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah. the edit that he made. And like he wanted to like give like those parents who wanted to have children, right? But were afraid, were afraid, were afraid yeah. to because they were HIV positive, right? Exactly. That that was an easier thing to for me to get around. But then you got deeper into the documentary and like he was starting to work with that other doctor who was like oh no, we're doing fucking designer babies. You want your baby to have blue eyes? That's fine. Let's just do it. Like we can just edit the code. And like they were talking, I mean, more theoretically at the beginning, there was those lectures that you were kind of in on and like watching the lectures play out. And that, that one guy who's very pro gene editing, gene therapy, um, talking about, oh, we know. So if you, if you edit this gene, you'll have super hard skin. And like, there's like weird military applications and government applications that they were looking into as well. That's and, what I was thinking of when they started to get deeper into it, like the government side of what that, what gene editing could do. Yes. And that's where I started having my ethical dilemma of just like, is this, is this okay? I, I don't know how I feel about the fact that, and I know there was like a lot of, there's a lot of clips from like Fox news, which is never, wonderful to see but did you see biden yesterday yeah yeah. skewers to fox news that was amazing it was uh 
it was interesting to see those clips though because like some of the points about the idea behind well if you start allowing designer babies it creates an us versus them those who were edited and perfect quote unquote uh versus the rest of us who can't afford it and that dichotomy between the rich people that can afford this therapy mm-hmm. and and the poor who can't um and that was like yeah that's that's interesting so i think for my own personal ethical dilemma, I settled on the fact that I'm okay with it if it's heavily regulated and used for correcting, like, diseases or, like, you know, like, getting rid of ALS or something or, like, you know, your kid's going to be born with cerebral palsy. Oh, right, no, now there is no such thing as cerebral palsy because it's gone. Like, we can fix that. Like, it's it's still, like, a really invasive procedure because none of it can be done naturally like it has to be an ivf procedure and like from from the very minimal amount of experience that i have in the ivf world it is not a fun or or good time procedure like this is not something that you can just easily like go get done like this is work and a lot of it Hmm. and it costs a lot of money and so like i can totally see that and some people would probably be like yeah it's worth it because i can afford whatever the fuck but i don't know to give some people that hope of i don't want to pass on this genetic condition on to my kids so I'm not going to have kids to give them that option of, well, you can, you just have to do this and you can have a child. Like if, you know, if that's what you want, you can do it. I think that's fine. Going down that other side of, of designer kids and custom order. Like you fill out a form, here's what I want for my child. And then they yeah. just make you a baby is fucking weird and a little bit too much for me. Well, you say that, but when you, when there are, there's already like the donor program where you can do something like that already. Something like that. Something yes. like that already. Like you can definitely be like, oh, he has blue eyes and he has all of these things. Okay, that's the one I want. Sure. So you can. There's no guarantees that. with that. It's just like, okay, so he has blue eyes. Yeah, you know this that is that's more a of a guarantee, tra- but you can exactly. still do this yeah, already. Exactly. Um, I think it spent a lot of time on the doctor and on um. The procedure and the fallout. Yeah. I think they needed more time with him doing the back, the shady stuff with the designer baby guy. Yeah. Because I don't think that kind of like was like, hey, he's actually doing this too. Yeah. Yeah. It we just kind of like pra- dropped at the end. I was yeah. like, we've been praising him the whole time, yeah. but maybe he's kind of, yeah. he's just as bad as the rest. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't really do much with that. And I feel like okay. that was a disservice to the film. It felt like it wanted to do two things. It wanted to talk about like the, that ethical dilemma around designer babies and like the problems, pros and cons, either side of gene editing with CRISPRs and, and, and adjusting that, but also follow this doctor story together. And it, it just didn't, it didn't mesh yeah. Yeah. the right way. It like, could have meshed could have a little better or the other, or maybe a bit of both, but like, yeah, you're right. Like be a little bit more fair in your assessment of that doctor instead of, Oh, he's great. Oh my God. Look at what he did. He finally did it. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, everyone just owned him. Oh, where did he go? Let's go find him. Oh, by the way, he was also like going to this like fucking island in China that they have like no regulations whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So they can do all kinds of medical experiments with this fucking guy. And this fucking guy was like gung ho. Like, let's craft a baby. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you left that at the like, what was it, the 10 minutes before it it ended? Like, yeah, it was was like a little, it was like a little end note at the end. Like, oh, yeah. Because it it is fascinating. And when you said you were having ethical debates, I was like, oh, come on. It can't be that bad. And then, like, after I turned it off, I was like, okay. Yeah. Well, 
shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. And, like, and it's a lot of it's a lot of questions, right? And yeah. it's just so there's something there. I think there's something good there that it was it's able to sort of elicit that response from you that yeah. like if you watch it, yeah, you you do start to like, huh? I don't. I don't know how I it feel did, about this. It subject. did. It did its job. It evoked yeah. the the whole point of the documentary is to invoke something in you, right? So, like, if you're still thinking about it and you start questioning things when you when you're when you're watching this, obviously the documentary has served its purpose. And yeah, it obviously did its job. It yep. did its job, right? Correct. And I I just I, it probably just went about it the wrong way because that's the message that I took away from it. I don't give a fuck. Like, I I care about that doctor. I hope he's alive. Yeah. But that's it for me. Like the rest of it was inconsequential to the internal debate I was starting to have with myself and like the ethics around creating a kid or editing genes and DNA that seemed more important to me. Like the doctor ended up feeling like, uh, like a second option, like a second throwaway yeah. sort of plot that you're kind of following loosely throughout the whole thing. Um, focus, I guess it's probably, yeah, I would probably, say that. Uh, that, that's, that's fair. Yeah. What about you? Um, I liked it for the most part. I thought it was horrifying. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a good word for it. <laughs> horrifying. Sure. Horrifying. Uh, I have down here that it reminded me of a David Cronenberg movie. Um, sure. Right? Sure. Like, this is definitely Could be. some kind of territory that he would do. Um, I believe that the doctor did or have... Brandon. Good... Or Brandon. Or Brandon. <laughs> Probably more Brandon. Let's, let's yeah, go yeah. with more Brandon. Yeah. yeah. More mainstream. Yeah. Um, basically... The doctor had good intentions. Can we stop for a second? Yes. You think antiviral is a mainstream film or possess- possessor is a mainstream film? Um, okay, so maybe not mainstream, <laughs> but more brand. Why don't we just say more Brandon speed? Okay, yeah. so some some more more Cronenberg progeny speed. Okay, exactly. Exactly. Continue. Okay. Continue. Okay. continue. Okay, Sorry, I just wanted that. to clarify. Yeah. Glad. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, he did have good intentions, but the part that I can't get get past is. He's playing God, basically, with um, he's he's finding a way that, okay, this person, this person's going to have HIV, but he's going to change the DNA. So that person does not have HIV now. Well, it's not a guarantee, not a guarantee, but but still. And I just the idea is that the idea that they would he will not have exactly have HIV. And I just feel with this kind of technology in the wrong hands. And keep in mind, it was in China. I'm not trying to. Yeah. To, to say certain things about about that culture but um then don't just don't it's i get it yeah it's, right it's that it's, it's just that it's, thing it's, of, it's it's in the wrong hands that's and it's going you're, to you're afraid of it being yeah, in the i'm wrong afraid hands. of it being in the wrong hands because once it start once you have that kind of power you can easily militarize oh, it yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can you can start making super soldiers and yeah. we've seen this movie before yeah no, yeah, I'm I'm with you, and that's sort of sort of where I was going with it too. Like, I'm I'm happy, I'm fine with it if it's being used for a very very specific purpose. With but you very know, very heavy. But you know, but you know it's, you know it's, not, it's going not going to. to. I hundred percent because of the whole China aspect. I get it. Not even not and, even just that. General, even if the America, yeah. it, even if yeah, it doesn't even, matter. It who doesn't, ha- it doesn't yeah. matter who has the technology. It will, yeah, yeah. it it will eventually end up in the wrong hands. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Because we cannot have nice things in this world, and, no, it, and history has proven that. But to be to 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 come around and say that I'm completely against it because of the possibility of it ending up in the wrong hands. I can't. Yeah. If it's being used in the right way with heavy, heavy ass regulations. And I mean like fucking heavy, Mm -hmm. like, like doctor being sent to a fucking prison immediately sort of heavy, like that side of, 
of extreme, fine. But you're right. Like the there is the, the that... black market for this. Would be of insane. course. Oh, of for course. sure, for of sure. Insane. Black market would light up the Christmas tree. So it's it, it's so it, this Tony's yeah. r- Tony's right. It did yeah. serve its purpose because yep. now we've been talking for however long, and yeah, now exactly. we're getting into ethical <laughs> yeah, debates. Yeah, exactly. About this. It's a solid documentary. Yep. With. Uh, and it's going to spark, and it's going to spark conversation. It's going to spark yep. conversation. It has a meandering focus, which I think could have been a little tightened. Yeah, yep. and they could have had more on the doctor, the doctor's shady yes. parts. Mm-hmm. But agreed, it serves its purpose. I liked it. Yep, I would say recommend. I, I like to heavy recommend for me. Yeah, watch it. Watch it with some friends, just so you can like. Oh, once it's finished, you can sit there. and You can have your arguments just with have your, your friends. own argument. Figure exactly. It out, yeah, sitting yeah. there on my own after it finished, trying to like parse this one out was—I uh, had to sit with it for a bit. Yeah, I'm still—I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. I saw it a couple of days ago, and it—it it, out of the five that we're going to be talking about today, that is the one that I'm still thinking of. Yeah, yeah. I watched it after a horror movie called *The Sadness*. <laughs> oh God! And I what needed a double a, bill. I needed a cold there. shower after that one, and then I watched this, and I was just like, I'm just gonna. I'm just going to find some snow and just make snow angels naked because like, I need <laughs> to cleanse yeah. to cleanse myself. Yeah. Yeah. We watched, we, uh, I watched it um, right before bed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I got, uh, yeah. I had some, some nightmares and yeah. some interesting yeah. dreams after that one for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so let's go on to something a little bit more, uh, a, a little lighter. Let's, let's bring it back up a bit after, after that deep ethical dilemma we're having. Uh, still working nine to five. Oh, yeah. documentary about the making of the movie Nine to Five, starring Dolly Parton, Jane Fonda, Lily Tom Tom Tomlin Tomlin. Tomlin. There, you, there go. you go. Yeah, weak sauce. Shut your face. It's not just about that though. It's also about the nine to five 100%. movement as well yeah. as the fall as as what came after the film. Yes, I did not realize all of that was tied up in there. I know, uh, right? That was kind of interesting to see. Like, right. I, and again, I, none of us were. Well, Dave was briefly alive in the '80s, but none of us were alive when this movie was made. Um, so yeah, it, it was new-ish subject matter to me. I, I hate the fact that it's still fucking relevant now. Well, yeah, it's that probably even more me. relevant now it's than it was back then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was interesting to see how like tied up everything was in it, and how like how much of an activist like Jane Fonda was, and like that's. Did you not of... know she was a big activist? I did, but like around this movement in particular, oh. and like how she got like involved, and like she, she had people from the nine to five movement consulting with like the move. Like there was a lot that she did to bring this thing to life. So I I liked it. It made me want to watch the movie. Yeah, I really. I'm definitely interested in the movie too. I really want to. I've wanted to see it prior to this, mostly because I love the song. Sure. But um, (laughs) like after watching the doc, I've watched it twice now because I watched it before South by Southwest. Right. And now I've watched it again. They've changed it since South by, and I think it's a lot. It's a lot tighter and it's a lot better. They um, what uh, what did they change? So there were a lot more. There were more interludes of you know at the beginning like there's like the typewriter and there's like weird shit kind of like flying around yeah. type thing in the credits. Mm-hmm. So there was like a title sequence for each um, section of the movie that did something like that. Mm-hmm. So they got rid of those. Oh, and uh, there's a lot less of Allison Janney. She talked a lot more. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And there was a lot more on the musical. And it kind of got like now it's very much, this is the movie. 
And this right. is the fallout as yeah. opposed to before it was kind of like some of the fallout was kind of parsed into it. Oh, I see. And there was more on the musical and there was more on what else? I'm just trying to think. There was a little bit more on the TV show too. Okay. Because they were mentioning more of Jane Fonda's involvement in the TV show. So they tightened it up. They tightened it up yeah. a lot more. And I think it was a lot more rigid and solid and... I still think the ending is a little kind of like wrap it wraps it up a little too too felt a little tacked on too. Yeah. It feels a little yeah, tacked yeah, yeah. on. Remember all this is happening is like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, right, okay. It feels a little yeah. tacked that feels a little tacked on still, but it feels I liked it a lot more. The first time I saw it, I was kinda like, Yeah, this is enjoyable. I really want to watch the movie now, but it's kind of meandering and now it's right. like, okay, this is much more solid. So I appreciated it a lot more and I liked the talking head interviews in this. Yeah. And I remember I was embargoed from talking about the duet at the end. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Like I'm not allowed to yeah. talk about a duet <laughs> but yeah. for sure. And now it's like one of the key points in the movie that they're, they're uh, promoting. So I oh, think that's sure. it. I think yeah. that's interesting, but I, I liked it a lot more this time. Like it's not yep. a hard hitting documentary like there's no. still there's still some parts where you're kind of like oh yeah like lady at the end with her uh getting paid 20 percent less yeah like yeah. that's fucked yeah. up that's it, so well, it, fucked yeah up. It, it's fucked up like that was one of the things i i wrote down as well mm. like it's fucked like it was fun that this movie that was made back in 1980 still has like a, it has a legacy man like and it, it was you know tied up in a movement and like it, it had a message and had a moment and it was a big hit and all of that it's less fun that it's still relevant now and like they were able to still find examples of that shit now yeah. and like the only reason that one girl was getting paid like 20% less found out was because their boss got pissed that there wasn't a bonus from their head company he just fucking like here's everybody's salary like out of spite and that's when she went holy shit what yeah yeah what the when fuck? they had those stats on how um yeah. how black women were paid versus the the white males and the white females and yeah. then the other thing of latino women Latin, being paid, latinx women yeah. yeah being paid less and like just the, the percent gap it was just so it's like insane. holy shit yeah yeah like, like you know it's ba- like we all it's bad I, I would say the three of us yeah. are 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 closer to woke than others but and as, we know as that cis hetero white men <laughs> as cis hetero white men we we all we knew this was happening but yeah. it feels it's more pronounced when you actually when, yeah, see yeah when it. you yeah, see the numbers and they actually exactly. have yeah. the graphs like we're not, and everything. like we're not it's like, like we're like we're, neither none of us are like holy shit i can't believe this is happening it's more yeah. of oh i yeah. didn't yeah. i didn't know it was that i didn't bad. know it was this pronounced yeah and and especially like skewing heavy like uh, man latinx women 54 cents to the dollar what yeah. the fuck like that yeah, is that is horrific abysmal. yeah and there was more interviews with uh like business owners sure. and kind of like other women and women of color yeah. that had nothing to do with the movie. Oh, just so there was of, yeah. more of that in it. So yeah, I think that that kind of helps put that, it uh, kind of makes that message a little stronger. Yep. Agreed. I, I definitely like that. The message was there and I get it. It made me want to watch the movie. Um, I almost fell out of my chair when Harvey Weinstein showed up. Oh my oh, yeah. God. I was about to, I, literally the words that were kind of come off my tongue was, LOL, Harvey Weinstein. I fell out of my seat. <laughs> so what much LOL. Fuck? That interview 
just super cringe. Just <laughs> oh my like, god! Like I my eyes, my that. eyes widened. I can't believe I he like, said that. Yeah, yeah, most people in most people in my office would want to say something about me. I'm like, oh, oh, <gasps> oh did they ever? Did they? Yeah, that was good. I God. wonder why, Mr. Weinstein. That was fun. Harvey Weinstein was a producer of the 2008 Broadway. <laughs> what the fuck what were you the thinking? Fuck? Yeah. What that, the actual fuck? Yeah. That was. Talk about a man who thought of, he was completely untouchable. Yeah, Seriously. That was, that was yeah. Just, when you watch that interview and you hear it, you see him laughing and the things exiting his mouth. That is a man who literally thinks that he is on top of the world. Good. Yeah. Well, God. he was at that point. Oh, he was. The cards yeah. hadn't started crashing down yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, and I like that that was kind of like the, the pivot point that they used as well to start moving forward through time to yeah. the fact of like Me Too. And I also like that they had to put up a little a little reference card right after his interview. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know what? It's still, it's funny. Like on our, on our first 35 millimeter Saturday, you know, like you see Harvey Weinstein's name come up now and you're just like cringe just like oh god like any any part that i see his name it just brings a little yikes to me yeah, and then seriously. like to see him out of no no one could have prepared me that he was gonna be on the screen no next. seriously like, all of a sudden it was his face and i was like oh fuck no <laughs> Shut it off. It's like where's Vol- my holy water yeah but it's like voldemort coming onto the Jesus. screen he shall not be named jesus it's yeah. like a jump scare yeah a little- literally fucking jump scare oh that's the ethical debate then about <laughs> Harvey Weinstein because there was so much. There's, yeah, we can't like. There's so much that he was involved in. Yeah, that's intrinsically changed the landscape of of cinema. Yeah. So you can't, but you can't have it. Yeah, without knowing that he's a shitbag. Yeah, and he's a you mo- have to he's a, you have to constantly remind yourself monster. that he's a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, yay, we're watching Pulp Fiction. He produced it. Yeah, he made a lot uh, of money. He made off a lot of, of money movie. off it, yeah. and oh fuck this guy! But yay, Paul Fiction. Yeah. like you yeah. can't just you can't just separate him from it. And no. it's and and it's true, right? And I'll bring up and I'll bring up the example of when uh, you guys are gonna laugh at me. Um, I go. Is through, it about Whip It? It's not about Whip It. <laughs> Damn it. Damn I'm it. going through my stats on Letterboxd, <laughs> and one of my highest producers yeah. is yeah. fucking Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. I obviously don't want that anywhere <laughs> near my stats, but no. it's hard. It's, it's not hard. That, it's that not you're going you can't searching for Harvey yeah. Weinstein. You're just watching. Movies. You're watching cinema, and you're watching films and stuff. And yeah. he's attached to almost fucking everything, everything for a while. That like he he had his mark. He had his hand on everything. The and only thing that the only good thing you can say now is that he made his money. Yeah, you're not giving him any more. No, yeah. absolutely like, not. Now you know you you go to a screening of Pulp Fiction. Miramax doesn't fucking exist in the same way anymore. He's no longer part of it. He's not making any fucking back end money off of that anymore. There's no residuals for that man. Yeah, anymore. no, he made his money like, and that's fucking it. It's yeah. it. So like now you can take a breath with him, but it's still all of that said. Yeah, nine to five. Nine, nine to five. Yeah, let's, 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 we trailed off. We trailed bit. off. We tried Harvey Weinstein. Sorry. Fuck that guy. Yeah. We need to talk about nine to five. I really want to watch it. 100%. I thought all the interviews were really fun with yeah. them and they're kind of like, kind of parsing together how everything came together, yeah. how she came up with the song, how. Oh, yeah. Like, sitting in the car. I, I love, and great. like, I loved that Darlie Parton was like, I want to be in this movie, but I need to write the yeah. theme of song. Of course she does. Yeah, that's she, hardcore. She's that singer. Hardcore. That is well, hardcore. No, and like, it, it's crazy at the time too because she was like her career hadn't fully taken off yet like she was just she was she was well on the cut co- she was on the well known as a she good was about, she was she was about to hit 
hundred percent. And she made that decision of like, sure, I'll be in your movie. And like, it's my first time. I've never done it before, but I'm going to write the song. Like to have that foresight ahead of just like, yeah, no, I'm going to do it. And they were like, sure. All right. Sure. You go, you go ahead. And then it became fucking nine to five. Like what the fuck? That song is an all timer. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. She wrote it in a car. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. With her nails on the, yeah. The cup or whatever it was. But yeah. And then like, Lily Tomlin not wanting to be involved, and then she wanted to and be involved. Her partner she... giving her shit. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Her partner named Jane yeah. giving her shit yeah. about saying no to Jane Fonda. Yeah. You don't say no to Jane Fonda. I would never. No, I, I would know. No, you would never. You... I would never. She is not also, a woman. I really, you say I want no to. I want to see China Syndrome, and I want to see Coming Coming Home. Is that what it's called? Coming Home? Coming, yeah. The one with John Voight, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah coming yeah. Home. I definitely want to see China Syndrome for sure. Yeah, I want to see both of those. Yeah. Yeah, it it made me it made me appreciate Jane Fonda more, who I didn't really know all that much about. I knew a bit, but I'm not like a huge like Jane Fonda stan. I kind of am now. Good for her. Um, yeah, she's I a really, bad bitch, man. She yeah. gets arrested yeah. at rallies all the time. Seriously, yeah. like yeah. she is one yeah. of the stars that puts her mouth where yeah, yeah. her money where her mouth yeah. is and yeah. fucking invests in these causes. Yeah. Like, like she is on the yeah. front lines getting fucking arrested. Like that, that live footage was from like two or three years ago. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah rally, like it's recent. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked her producing partner. He was uh, he yeah. was pretty animated, and just him telling stories about Jane was just very interesting to see. Yeah, like I I and Rita Moreno getting right. Like, oh yeah, yeah like, she won the Oscar for West Side Story, and then like she all got the roles she got was Coffee Girl. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? What the hell? People, like at, le- at least Ariana DeBose has fucking yeah. Craven the Craven the Hunter coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not Coffee Girl number two. Not Coffee Girl number two. <laughs> at least at least times have changed slightly, 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 slightly. slightly. So yeah, I I thought it was better. Yeah. I still think there's a little. It could have. There's a little bit at the end that I think could have been reworked, but yeah. it was better than the version I saw. What eight weeks ago? Sure. That's good, so, and I don't but I still think I still like, think that that's kind of that's that's kind of interesting. Yeah, change up in eight weeks, it's like a completely different movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and it feels better to yeah. watch this this version. So, and, and like I, I think they were they were saying in the in the in the fact sheet that um, from from their PR reps that it was like ten minutes shorter. I think ten minutes, which yeah. is that's crazy. Like they cut out ten minutes, they rearrange some things, and it suddenly like it works. It's fun to like think about like how how movies and documentaries like are made that way. And that just, just 10 minutes of footage can make like a huge difference yeah, in the can way make that or it break lands. it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is definitely a yay. Yes. And also watch nine to five. And also, no, I yeah. guess we're watching nine to five. Some Jane Fonda. Yeah, we might have to do so. a Jane Fonda retrospect. <laughs> I'm totally down. Yeah. Cause Jane, James is a Jane Fonda stand now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so in. I yeah. went, You're I good. went into this with an opinion about it. Yep. And now that I'm talking about it with you guys, I'm changing my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked it talking about it with you guys and going through the parts and stuff. I actually liked it significantly better than I thought I did. Um, Yeah, that's that's all I can really say. Um, It it has some highs and lows and stuff, stuff that it could have been trimmed out and stuff. But overall, let's fucking watch Nine to Five, man. I'm fucking down. Are we are we gonna stop talking now and just go watch? Yeah, Frankie Frankie and whatever. uh, What's what's uh, their name? uh, uh, Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I went to the set of that. I got to. I got to go in the house. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah. There's no roof. Oh well, well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't. But I've never really been on like a live set type thing before. Was that in L.A.? Yeah, in L.A. 
they they had it all ready to go type thing like, cool like they had like the sand and the vac type thing. <laughs> <laughs> just like like the set like it was all like it was bigger than i thought but like the staircase goes to nowhere oh sure <laughs> and, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. and then yeah there's no roof right so i thought that was really cool that's cool because i've never i've never really like the sets I've seen that we threw together at White's are a little different than a set being used for a Netflix show. Yeah, yeah. Like a permanent set. Yeah, like a permanent a, yeah. set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was on Hannibal and they had the same thing. There's usually yeah. there's usually no roofs in it, right? Because yeah. like that's where it's they, all lights. That, that's where they stick the lights. Yeah. yeah. But you don't you don't you think, don't think, think, about, you it. think yeah. about it like that, yeah. right? No, you know I totally that get it, it is, but you don't think that. Yeah, it is. and you don't think about the fact that like it's in the middle of a sound studio, so when they're looking outside, that's not actually outside. There's a big fucking light in the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's usually a cur- it's usually a curtain. Yeah. Right. And then they just blast the light through the curtain. Yeah. All right. Number four. Number four. Let's dip back down to something slightly more serious. All right. Uh, TikTok boom. Ooh, TikTok boom. Nice. Yeah. Talking you- about the rise of TikTok. Yes. Do you the- boys use TikTok? No. I do not. Yes. I look at I look at reels on Instagram. I do not have an account. Apparently, there are videos of me on TikTok. Right, right. And I know your right. wife's. My wife is very that. much into it, as is my mother-in-law. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Good for her. Yeah, she has like a whole segment uh, called Story Time, where she basically just tells stories from like right. current stories or the past stories. And some of her stories are... Is she, got, is she got a big following? I don't know if she has a big following, but if you guys look it up, I... I, I definitely want to hear some of these stories. It's, yeah, yeah. They're wacky. They are... <laughs> wacky yeah so tiktok boom talking about the rise of tiktok and how it's it's become the number one social media app in the world um i did not know that there was two versions but i guess that makes sense that makes sense. Yeah, that would in make china sense. and the outside of china version of tiktok i did not know that there was that, two, make, that makes perfect sense. it makes sense perfect I get it. sense um and it it's uh what is it in in china it's don we i think mm. Which is fun because like the Something symbol like for that. TikTok is like a D, <laughs> and I was like, oh, not, yeah, okay. I, now I, it makes I, sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm now with you. I'm, I'm I'm there. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of the stock. Um, I thought I had some interesting things about TikTok's rise and its owners and where it came from and its merger. It's all stuff I kind of already knew. Um, it just it didn't to me. It, it didn't make any new. Uh, argument or topic come up that I hadn't heard already before. You know, we're talking about the rise of, of social media, the lack of privacy, data hoarding, who owns your data, where it's going. Data brokers, yeah. Data brokers, the fact that most of your shit's in China, whatever. Like, it was all stuff that I'm like, yeah. I, this is stuff we already know. I know, I'm aware. Now, not to say, it means it didn't work for me, maybe not for you guys either, but it could work for others. And maybe this is a way into that conversation that people haven't had before, because maybe this is more relevant now that it's TikTok, And because that's so huge and prevalent and there's everybody and their fucking mothers literally, literally. have TikTok. Yeah. Uh, maybe this is, maybe this is the documentary that makes people go, huh? Yeah. I never really thought about that. And like, Completely hopefully agree, maybe yeah. it's the more accessible topic. Instead of just like a random fucking last week tonight episode with John Oliver talking about data brokers that no one fucking saw. Um, well, I'm assuming a lot of people saw it. A but, lot of people saw it. But, but like, when I was watching, I was like, didn't I just see this on yeah. John Oliver? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that's that's what I was uh, I was thinking about, too. Just like, yeah, I've seen this. You've seen this there. Um, there was, uh, what was it, The Social Dilemma? The, yeah, the, the Netflix yeah, the similar about that. It was very similar in terms of like its content because it's the same problems. Nothing has changed in the last arguably 10 years. Yeah. Um, 
it's also it's also hard to sympathize with someone who's making well over a million dollars on TikTok. <laughs> like everyone, like they, there was that moment in the documentary where there there was that that bit in history now we'll call it where TikTok almost got banned. Um, yeah, in the and, US, yeah, in the U.S. In the U.S. and like people, like these, the people that they were interviewing and following, which was a good thing to do, like angle it on the people that use it and are like power users in the TikTok world. Um, it's just hard for the for me to watch, you know, someone go, "Oh my God, I don't know what I'm gonna do." TikTok might be going away, and I'm like, "Yeah, you you make a lot of money." <laughs> like, I don't get cool. a fucking job yeah. apologies yeah. that you do not have yeah. marketable skills yeah. yes yeah and then you didn't that have a, you didn't have a good investment plan. yeah <laughs> yeah and like i felt bad for that one girl who was like trying to help her mom and and everything else but like at the same time where's your investment strategy girl like you yeah. you bought like an apartment you have all of this shit you're you're living the lavish lifestyle. Where's your like, investment manager? Exactly. Like, where's your financial advisor? Exactly. And I thought that it was a good dichotomy there too, where she's talking about political stuff. And sure. then, but it doesn't get hits. So then we had to watch this fucking like super voyeurist, creepy her in a oh, bathing suit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, that was, that was, that was really that fucking was, icky watching Which I was that. like, it's like, why is okay. this in slow motion? What am I, okay. what is this? And then her boss bitch outfit that just seemed, yeah. the camera was just a little too focused on. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's a little weird. Also, how many people do they need to interview in fucking warehouses? Oh, man. Why is it just is TikTok a, why all is warehouses? That, why is that the only place why, you could interview someone? Why is that girl who makes eyeballs working in a fucking dank warehouse what <laughs> that you was cool that's cool very though. cool that's shit. very cool shit do you not need like a sanitized clean room to make something that's about to go in somebody's eye oh my what god the fuck <laughs> man i was just like how many people are in where why is this the only the go-to location is a fucking warehouse there's look covid happened dave there's a lot of there's a lot of free warehouses right now that apparently you can just squat in. yeah apparently a lot of squat and warehouses yeah. <laughs> what did you think I, I have some feelings. I want to hear what you thought first, because um, we keep you we keep going to you last. Well, it's all good. It's all good. I thought uh, I thought it was interesting for the most part. Like I liked uh, Spencer X got really annoying really fucking quickly. <laughs> yeah. I will say that I wanted to smack him around a couple that of was times. Literally, when I said I was hard to sympathize, someone was like, "It's hard to sympathize with a millionaire TikTok beatboxer." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like fucking settle down there, man. Um, the person that I really liked was um, that high schooler. Um, the the Afghan the Afghan yeah, woman from, Afghani, from Afghanistan yeah Afghani who teenager, who yeah. literally went against um their her school and wore wore the Afghan colors to her graduation ceremony I thought that was uh, I thought that was incredible um but other than that like you said James like it's it really doesn't tell you anything yeah it's horrifying when you when you see some of the numbers and stuff and see all that stuff but it's not new information like you knew you knew about it. To begin yep. with, but I do feel like this this doc is very accessible. Yeah, and if it's and if there's one documentary that will drive home that uh, that debate about the internet and how your data is stored and stuff, I think this one should be the one that breaks breaks open because all of our all the new generations on TikTok, like our yeah. fucking little cousins, are on TikTok, yeah. like. It's, well, they're not so little anymore. Well, they're not so sure, little but anymore. But they're, they're in the age. Of the, but yeah, they are. They are in that. They are. They're in that. Right. And they're that like, target demo of this. Of this. Exactly. Talk. Exactly. And they know. They they know more about talk, uh, TikTok than we do. Like, yeah. but you guys say that. Uh, my son, who's two years old, is obsessed with watching videos on my phone 
And since I don't have TikTok, it has to be like the Instagram reels. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure whatever algorithm Instagram has is just whatever I show him. Right. That's so like what, today yeah. I was just watching duck videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking like, duck and, videos. And that's, yeah. And that's, uh, that's what I'm hoping that people start to realize. It's just like, it's not what you subscribe to. It's not what you're looking like. It's down to the, how long are you looking at this exact specific topic? Yeah. Did you look at it this long or this long? If you looked at it for four seconds, that means maybe you like it. If you looked at it for 3.99 seconds, oh, maybe you didn't like it. We'll show you less of that, but more of this. Like, it's insane. And that other clip where the girl said, like, how did TikTok find out I was bisexual in 7.3 seconds? And that, that I didn't know hilarious. for 20 years. You have 2 billion people that have TikTok that are all being sorted categorically. You want to know how it fucking knew? Because it has 2 billion data points that it yeah. can use at any time to figure out exactly who you are. You want to know why it fucking recommended you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Because it fucking knew that people like you, exactly where you are, what you do, what you like, and everything else. At this exact time. At this exact moment, we're probably thinking about food, and here's a peanut butter sandwich. Like, it could have been anything. They could have maybe showed you a taco, and you would have been like, oh, yeah, you know what? I am hungry. But it chose a peanut butter sandwich in this case, and it guessed correctly. Well, like, I don't like peanut butter, James, and now my phone is going to hear the words peanut butter, and it's going to serve me fucking peanut butter ads. It's just not. like it's been sending me fucking, send, saving me, sh- or showing me ads for stuff my wife was looking up all week. That makes sense <laughs> because it's it it's figured out your household. Um, you're it's not using like I'm I'm putting that myth to bed right now. It is not using your microphone at all, at all. It is that good when you have that many data points. It is scary accurate how it can figure everything out and it knows exactly who you are. It knows exactly where you live. It knows exactly who's in your household and it can figure it out for you. Motherfucker. I'm going to see you later today and I'm going to show you my fucking peanut butter ad. You do it, you buddy. You fucking asshole. You do it. It's because it knows that you, a 35-year-old Okay, we're man. good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. All of that yeah. said, I thought this movie was a fucking train wreck. I swear. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, okay. Oh, what okay. the fuck? What is sure. it about? It's all yes. over the place. Yes. yes. There yes. is yeah. no, the- like you, we've been talking about the other movies and we've kind of been like, here's the through line or here's, yeah. here's, here's the guy similar who's kind threads, of sure. similar threads. What the fuck was this movie about? Sure. It's all over the place. Uh, Tony's going topless right now. Apparently he's, he's so amped up. You know what? He's so hot. You know what? Shirts off. Shirts, Shirts off. off Shirts off for this. I'm keeping my shirt on for a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fucking weirdos. Anyways, it was all over the place. Sure. It reminded me of an essay that got cobbled together the night before. Because it yeah. literally could yeah. not, it couldn't pick a fucking lane. It right. was all over. It was all over the fucking. It was place. about the rise of TikTok, and then suddenly it was about data broking. Suddenly it was about Black Lives Matter. Suddenly it was about uh, poor, poor woe is me. TikTok's gonna get banned. Yeah, and he's now I have to shaking make, while he's now I have this. to make now I have to make money a, a different way with yeah. my beatboxing. Like just get a fucking career. Hundred percent. Why don't you get a fucking de- job, sir? Why don't yeah. you start DJing, man? <laughs> one of the, one of the things I noted was that it just kept it kept bringing up problems. Or arguments. It was just like, here's here's this. Oh, here's this. Here's this. That never gave a fucking solution. It just kept throwing shit out at the wall. And it was just like, yeah, okay. Now, Dave has exactly. now taken off his shirt, everybody. Now it's about politics. <laughs> now it's about this. Now it's about this. Okay, so what do we do about that? I don't know. 
Yeah. But here's this. It's what, all like, over it's, the they're, place. They're dangling keys in front of you to make sure that it's like, oh, you remember this? Do you remember this? Do you remember this? Like, it's... Like, I fuck. appreciated it's where fun. it was putting the history sure. elements in, and I appreciate it as, like, an entry point. Yeah. But if you already know about most of this stuff, it's nothing new, really. No. There's better documentaries. That There's you can better watch documentaries about that you can watch about this. Like some of it is fascinating. Don't get me wrong, and sure. it's made it, it's made very slick. But I just, what the fuck's it about? What's your thesis? There oh is yeah, there no was that fucking, whole thesis. Yes. There's that whole bit about shadow banning. Like now I'm just remembering topics that it threw at me that yeah. I just like yeah. don't even care. And about And a whole anymore. bit about fucking Trump uh, when they uh, trolled Trump with oh, a, yes, at the rally, with his rally yeah. which yeah. is hilarious. But okay. <laughs> like what the hell it, 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 yeah it was like both sides in tiktok it was like tiktok bad tiktok good tiktok bad tiktok good tiktok Al- bad also like also i need to i know that i have given out a lot of my data yeah like i'm not gonna pretend that i'm my head's in the sand and that i'm oh yeah no, off no, the no, grid no, like sure. i know i know all of those things if I have a government phone, maybe I shouldn't be using a social media app. That's yeah. that just seems like logic. Yeah, yeah. maybe I shouldn't idea. be showing the fuck. Hey, you're under yeah. NDA and you can't show this base. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. you shouldn't show the fucking. Yeah. Maybe maybe you shouldn't show the fucking base. Maybe you don't need yeah. to be told that. Have we gotten to a point where you don't like? I've watched the Batman a week before it came out, and I didn't post a thing about it yeah nothing and it's a movie yeah you're on a government base a secret yeah. government base and you think oh this is a fucking video yeah, exactly what do you fuck I, I can't yeah i can't but again it, it continues yeah. that problem of just throw another thing out there yeah here's something else and you see like you're mentioning this shit and it's just like stuff that i've just like completely forgotten about from this doc like yeah. I remember certain things and these three lines that we were talking about, but I don't fucking remember everything because there's so much. There's just so much going on. Yeah, and yeah. I feel it's one of the Scotiabank Big Idea. Um, it's in the Scotiabank Big yeah. Ideas section of the the festival, and I feel like the conversation that's going to happen after the screening, which I'm not sure is before or after we go this this will be uh, live on uh, online. Yeah, but I feel like that. That that conversation is going to be much more interesting and much more, yes, like fucking like rigid than this movie was. Probably, yeah. you're right. Like I just I can't get over how all over the fucking place it, it feels is. like it was made for TikTok. Oh yeah, well one hundred percent. That short attention span, like yeah, here's yeah. this topic and we're done, and here's this topic and we're, it's like bite sized pieces. Yeah, again, mm-hmm. it comes back which to this, might which. In fact, might be the point, but at the same time, it's an eighty-minute movie. How yeah. the oh, like, it's an eighty-minute it movie to, about nothing. It goes back to that accessibility thing for probably today's generation that might be able to get through it and maybe get something out of it because they're used to bite-sized pieces of content. But from a cohesive documentary perspective, it's not. Not at all. <laughs> it's no. it's 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 a it's a bowl of noodles on the wall. Yeah, it's literally. It's li- like I had my Vitamix on the counter and I was like, okay, I'm going to throw this in and I'm going to throw this yeah. in and this and this and this. Yeah. Oh, oh, remember this? Yeah. Oh, and this. Yeah. Blend. And then blend just, and then serve it in warehouses. And then yeah. it just fucking <laughs> and then it just fucking abruptly ends. Like yeah. they're having that conversation. It's like, "Oh, and it's just and it's not over." I'm like, "Okay. 
what's what else? And then all of a sudden it goes straight to credits. Yep. So I was like, wait, what? That's it? Like, yeah. Again, no solution. No nothing. solution. Nothing. 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 Here's the log off pick- movement. Okay, cool. And they picked. Like there's, there are very interesting people that they're talking to. Yeah, yeah. The subject, the, the subjects, subjects are very all interesting. All in warehouses. The, the all sub, in warehouses. All of them are, are are in warehouses. Yeah, <laughs> but like the content creators yeah. they picked. Yeah, like, they yeah. had something to say, and there's something there's something to be said about like the bullying and the hate and the hate speech, the anxiety and that they need, go the anxiety yeah. and needing to be needing to just be like, okay, I got if. If this is how I'm making money, I got to just take it type thing. Right. Like, that's unacceptable. But at the same time, it's like, maybe this is what you should have been talking about. Maybe this is the bigger point. Like, you don't need a whole... If you're yeah. going to talk about data broking, you're going to talk about how the Chinese have all your data and how government... Like, that's one movie. Yeah. Or that's one topic. Yep. If you're going to talk... If you're going to have all these content creators talking about their lives and Buddy being upset... That tick like not knowing what to do next. Right. Obviously, he has some sort of social issue. Yeah. Just like this other girl does, where she only the only time people watch her fucking videos is when she's in the the bikini. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever Borat looking bathing she, suit she, she had fucking, on. She fucking said that, and I was like, well, yeah, that tracks. Like, yeah. And it's like, have you, have you seen the world? <laughs> it's yeah. like maybe that. Like there you go. There's two separate movies. Yeah. And I feel like this is the movie I want to see. Right. I want to see that movie. Coming back to our our big takeaway from uh, from make people better. Focus. 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 It's all over the place. At least yeah. make people better. Like it ha- it needed a better Two focus. Topics. <laughs> it needed a better focus, yeah. but it was like it was cohesive yeah. and there was a story. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't just like and this and this yeah. and this and this. And I just think maybe that is the documentary we need to see. Yeah. Is anxiety and depression and what these content creators are going through to remain relevant because they want to keep making money yes apparently they say that one point when like high schoolers like their job uh, aspirations number four is social creator influencer and it's like maybe we need to see this movie maybe this is the movie that we need right now is talking about this movement of content yep. creators and what it's doing to them and what it's doing to this to generation z and how they're all feeling yep. type thing maybe we need to see that movie so thank you tiktok boom for introducing that idea exactly. but w- like it was all over the fucking place we'll i was it, so mad after watching it we'll call it baby's first social media documentary yeah let's call it baby's first social like, media it's, documentary it's, it's it's your step in the right direction so i don't think I'm I'm not personally recommending it, but look, if if you've never thought about these topics before and you want a pretty, pretty uh, picture book way into it, TikTok Boom's fine. Like if you want to just like if this is your first toe dip in the water and you have like kids that are heavy into TikTok, or if you're a kid who's really into TikTok and wants to just like start the idea thinking of what the fuck is happening, maybe. And that there's another one. There's another one. There's that conversation between the lawmaker or the lawyer right. yeah. who's fighting against TikTok, yeah. and his son is upstairs on fucking, fucking on TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. I forgot that happened. Right there. <laughs> there's such such poignant moments in this yeah. movie that you're like, why the just fuck gets didn't lost. you? Why the fuck did you just like? Okay. Thanks. Bye. Like yeah. what the fuck? There's a good. There's definitely a good movie in there, but it's yeah. not this one. Yeah. It's a nay from me. Um, 
it's very accessible like if you're like if you don't really have a lot of like uh documentaries that you've seen maybe maybe you can start with this one if you guys love tiktok then yeah obviously get in on it um but like if you're a lover of cinema and you want you want a good documentary this one's not it that's yeah. fair yeah that's fair so let's go into uh let's let's come back up into something a little less serious um, it was kind of a little bit, again, on, uh, like a, a whimsical, quirky. I, I, I think quirky. I don't know quirky. about whimsical. There's quirky. a, there's a mur- quirky. It's about a murder, James. Quirky. Fine. Is it about a murder, Dave? Anyway, Bernie Langell wants to know what happened to Bernie Langell. Which, first of all, uh, it, it, so uh, I guess a, a brief summary. It's a documentary about a man named Bernie Langell who's trying to investigate the death and mysterious circumstances around his grandfather, who's also named Bernie Langell. Um, all in New Brunswick, which was wonderfully Canadian. I really and Nova appreciate Scotia. it. And Super and Canadian. Yes. No, uh, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia. I loved the East Coast accents in here. It was a lot of fun to hear. Um, also, the miniature sets. Oh, the, pu- wow. the, the puppets? Cool. So good. That what was a cool. fucking so cool way that to shoot this great idea. Yeah, I love the reenactments like, do, like that. Yeah, instead yeah, of doing do. the reenactments that yeah. are like, so, oh, so instead of yeah. reenact, yeah. and So instead of reenacting with actors, yeah. they, have, they have voices. Obviously, there's some voice acting here, yep. but it's mostly done with miniatures. Yes. Miniature is, sets, yeah. Miniature sets, which is a miniature uh, character, character. Actors. Or puppets. Char- yeah. Puppets. Yeah. Puppets. And I thought that, yeah, that was really, very really cool. cool. Like, it was a great way of telling that story. Yep. Like, I thought that was, that was amazing. And I really detail, liked it, yeah. The yeah. detail and just, I loved that it's all about memory and how people choose to remember sure. things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how my memory of how this incident went down is different than your memory of how it went down, which is different from your, exactly. how yeah. it went down with you too. Yeah. So I thought that was, I think that was what really drew me to them, to it. Besides Correct. the short yeah. run, the short run time, which short run time, short, was run time. short, um, short ass. Movie. Great. Well done. Great. <laughs> and, and yeah, it was dealing with, yeah, your different memories of a, of an event and how your memories of a person in general are impacted based on your relationship to that person. You don't know the whole, the whole person unless you've been around them literally your entire life, glued to their hip. You don't know exactly who they are, and like the Bernie Langell, who had been the grandson, uh, had a specific idea of who his grandfather was based on who his father thought his grandfather was. But like as this movie progresses, you find out that Bernie Langell, the grandfather senior, I guess, yeah. Uh, he had some demons. He had, he had some, some demons. demons. It was yeah. a very complicated person. It wasn't so cut and dry. Like this started out as a pretty like, like the hypothesis that it presented at the beginning was this man was fucking murdered. Um, and then as you go through it, you go, huh, was he though? Like, and by the end you're like, oh, I guess, I guess he wasn't like, well, but you don't they, even, you they don't leave it, they leave, yeah. they, they leave, leave it, it pretty ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not that ambi- It's still open-ended. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah, it's, it's. I I tend to lean towards the fact that I, he probably fell down the stairs. Yeah, I do. T- I do um, too. It, like that part makes sense. Yeah, it's just yeah. the other stuff that's kind of. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some still, weird questionable there's shit. Some like, questionable shit. Everything that happened after his his fall. Yeah. Uh, was weird. Yeah, yeah it's like, very questionable. That weird army doctor. 
what the fuck is oh, up with yeah. that guy? The, the yeah, car yeah. on the other side. The, yeah, the ambulance on the train tracks. Yeah. Like, what? Like, what? Oh, that, the that was fuck. <laughs> when the, when oh, the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, I which seems that. to be about what happened based yeah. on like what they were describing. Like, like immediately, like in the beginning, he was like, "Oh yeah," and his and the ambulance got hit by a train. I was expecting like just fucking destroyed. And this <laughs> yeah. guy was decimated by a train, and then they showed the miniature, and then they were talking about it later, and I was like, "Oh, I guess it." It was just like the miniature was, where it was just kind of like it hit the front. It just got clipped. Like yeah. Clip. yeah. Yeah. Just a weird, weird little story. But like, I appreciated this man's like investigation yeah. into trying to figure out what happened and piecing things together. Um, I thought it was a little heavy on, uh, oh, hey, here, can you read this news thing? Oh, hey, here, here's another one. Oh, hey, here, here's another one. It's just him and the camera That's, describing the news it's, clippings. It's still a little different than how TikTok Boom did it, where it sure. was like, where it was like, here's the thing. We're just going to read it word for word. Sure. Like, sure. That's, that's a little, it's a little different. It just, in that <laughs> bit where there was that one section where they were talking about the doctor that, that beat him up, um, that felt like it went on a little bit too long. And it was always cut with like the cut to the miniature post box, which is cool, but it was just like, ting. Ting, I think ting, some of that is like COVID, ting, COVID, yeah, too, right? Because like they show the shots of them talking to him, and they're like fifty yeah, yeah, feet yeah, away yeah, from yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, I think the one thing I wanted answered the most was he got his dad's blessing to do it. Yes, right. But his dad didn't want to talk about it because obviously he's been through a lot, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. And, like, we find out more about Bernie and who he was yeah. type thing. And, like, maybe he wasn't all fucking peaches and roses. He had, yeah. He was a, comp, he was a complicated, complicated man. Why'd you name your son after him? That scene, that's, like, my key takeaway from that entire movie. Why did you name your son after him? I don't, I don't think his dad knew I know, who but he, his grandfather really was. But he still had whatever relationship with him, right? Yeah, but it just still, seemed... it, it was trying to deal with that fact of, like, you don't really know a person, right? And, like, even even some of the kids didn't remember that one of the other kids was there. Like I, I know, but, like, if he he's he obviously has an emotional and visceral response enough to not want to be on camera, not want to talk about it anymore. Right. Why did you name your kid? Like, it just seemed... It just seemed Maybe like at the time it was at just... At the time like, it was okay, but I just feel thought. like it was something that should have been addressed because he's like, yeah. it's important to me because he's... He has the same name that I do. Yeah. But it's like, well, why? why the fuck do you yeah. have that name? Because, like, everything's in a name, right? Yeah. Or even if he just, like, you know, his dad didn't want to be filmed. Maybe he just, like, talked to his dad off and just was like, yeah, when I talked to my dad about why I was named this, this is what he told me. And, like, you don't have to, that way, he's not in the movie. You can just yeah. Yeah. talk about why. Yeah, I just think that that was a missing thread yeah. that I think I would have liked answered because I like not like memory being weird and how this fucking destroyed the family in different ways yeah. and how maybe there was another bit where they said like the dad left and he basically raised the the other brother on his own right and i was like maybe we should talk about this a little more yeah like it just felt like it was like like this one was focused this one was like laser focused but there was like little pieces where you're kind of or breadcrumbs where you're kind of yeah. like Maybe we should. Maybe, yeah. Maybe this will. Maybe this will illuminate yeah. sections. Maybe this will yeah. say something else. 
but I thought it was really well done. It was sh- it was short and sweet, and it was to the point. Oh yeah, considering all the other movies we've talked about, yeah. where we're kind of like, okay, you kind of lose you kind of lose us partway into it. But yep. this one was like, you don't lose you. Nope. And no, I love you're, you're that in whole it. Story. You're in it. Yep. For the you're long in it. Run. And I love the miniatures. I thought they were fun. Yeah. I thought they were. I thought they were a unique way to bring us into this situation and what happened that you didn't need to see fucking yeah. dramatic reenactments. Yeah. With some cool camera things of like going down the hallway of a miniature. I was like, wow, that's fucking cool. How like how boroscopic of a lens did you have to put in there to get that shot? And then his eye shows up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was everything that I wanted and more. Um, Ooh, and more. And more. more. I was really, this was one of my most anticipated right. ones of the festival. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought Bernie was a hell of a subject. Uh, Bernie Jr., obviously. Um, and even Bernie Sr., he was definitely um, an interesting tar- character to talk about. Um, I feel like that part at near the end when they go into um, the grandmother story, like the wife. Yes. And like her story and like how she interpreted things and like the whole events leading up to it and everything. And just seeing Bernie hear that. Right. It was like a huge gut punch because it was like literally like his whole world shattered because his idea of this this grandfather that he had is completely changed. And he's just like, yeah. oh, shit, he's not the guy that I thought he was. Right. And uh, I thought that was really emotional, really well done. The miniatures really well done. Um, I, it was great. It was great. Yeah. Solid recommend. Solid, solid, solid recommend. recommend. Solid recommend. And solid recommend. Yeah. Especially because it's like 75 minutes. Who, exactly. Everybody's got yeah. 75 minutes. But like around. the story was just like, yeah. he would tell the telling the events and everything. It's just like, what? And then yeah. like, like my eyes just, just kept widening, widening. And I'm like, holy shit. Like you can't write yeah. this. Like no yeah. one can write this. It's wild. So uh, yeah. If Netflix yeah, picks this up for a fucking movie. It's, it's would, a uh, documentary. I think it's a documentary channel exclusive. Oh shit. Cool. Yeah. I believe. Oh, I was just saying, like, the, oh, yeah. like Netflix. Netflix, oh, Netflix makes a movie about it with, movie. like, yeah. you know, John That's Malkovich, kind of, like that kind of thing. Ooh, John Malkovich. John Malkovich is Bernie. Malkovich. 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 John Malkovich. John Malkovich. But I'm just saying, like, a Hollywood Bernie story. Bernie was like 36. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have to be a grandpa. Yeah. Like, but if there was a Hollywood story about this, like, I would be all in for it. It'd, it'd, it'd be a wild story to tell. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a wild documentary at that point. Yeah. So hot docs is still ongoing until. Sunday the 9th? No, the 8th. Eighth. Sunday yep. the 8th, Mother's Day. It's still going until then. You can get tickets on hotdocs.ca for yep. uh, in-person and digital screenings. Correct. I um, uh, should mention all the ones that we've we've talked about today are available digitally. Yes, they yes, are. Yes, they are. Don't feel like you need to go to Toronto to see these, but uh, you can watch them digitally. You can watch them digitally. You can watch them in person. Uh, we're going to come back next week with a couple more that we watched uh i'm still really excited to see art of silence uh you already watched kids in the hall yep. tony wants to watch it what else are you guys excited about that we haven't seen yet uh that we haven't seen i want to see ridesville usa i still want to see that as well uh i want to see is it called Navali? Navali, Navalny, Navalny, Navalny. I really yes. want to. I really want to see that. I really want to see Second yeah, Chance about the bulletproof vest. Yep. And I, I, Killing of a Journalist. Killing, killing of, of a Journalist. journalist. Um, I'm really excited for Last Lap Dance. Last Lap. Sure. That yeah, looks like yeah, that's you, gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, you would. <laughs> I, I also want to see Quiet Epidemic. I know you've seen it already. I did I did? But yeah. I want to see that one as well. So we're gonna. Co- Any more? 
no, no. Art, art of Silence, I've, I've already mentioned uh, yeah. me wanting to see the Marcel yeah. Marceau. Yeah, so we'll have a couple more, uh, some more thoughts next week. Yes. But uh, we hope you appreciate these uh, these five recos, or at least one was not a reco, but the rest <laughs> were. Yeah. Um, before we go, I know you guys always talk about Dave's new blues, but I feel like today we should talk about Tony and James's new blues. Oh, we're adding oh, a little what? segment. Little segment. Little Dave, what is... So Dave just handed us a box. Handed us a box. <laughs> we're doing a Tony live unboxing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring it okay. close to the mic. You gotta hear that box. Open. Yeah, you gotta hear this. You ready for okay. it? Ready for ready? it? Oh shit! Oh shit! What do we got? What do we, we got? got what some, do we got? We got some Arrow movies <gasps> here. Is what do it? we got? We got, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this title <laughs> properly, so can someone help me out there? Ivan's etc. Ivan's Ivan ex- Stick? Ivan's Stick. <laughs> it is a movie with Peter Weller and Danny Houston. Um, very Hollywood that story. Like a, that I seems appreciate like a Tony call- Blue. I appreciate you calling him Peter Weller this time and not Peter Robo- Robocop. It's actually Robocop, everybody. <laughs> we have that. That one was mine. That's definitely a Tony film. I am pulling out the next one. This is a oh, James one. Yes. He's very excited. Oh James, God, what am I just giving oh, you? Oh, you just gave me audition. Takashi Miike's audition. I fucking, I watched this, what was it, last year? Yeah, it was the the most recent uh, October that I went through, and holy shit, I still can't get scenes of this out of my head. Uh, ooh, 2K restoration. I'm very excited. I can't wait to watch this again. Audition is fucking great. I've actually never seen Audition, so no, no. <laughs> let's do it. Let's watch it together. All it's right. neat. All right. It yes. looks like a movie that we should watch together. It's wild, man. Next up, I have Mall Rats, a nice oh, special cool. edition Mall Rats. Everybody this- needs Mall Rats. Is this how it looks, Dave? Yes. This is how it looks? I that's thought it would it be looks. a little bit bigger. No, that's But that's okay. I'm very excited to see this classic Kevin Smith movie. I didn't yeah. uh, I didn't originally Comes with like the TV cut. Oh my god, it does. <laughs> Ooh, cut for TV. Cut yeah. for TV. Edited for TV. Yeah, the edited nice. for TV version. Very excited to revisit this. And this one is James's and it oh looks hella beautiful. Oh I'm gonna put god. this I'm gonna put this back in the box so that James can oh. open and see it. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. I'm putting oh, it back I into the box. Oh my gosh. Here oh. you go, Jamesy. Oh, is it my baby? It is. Another one that I just recently watched. Oh yes, 70s fucking Italian horror. Um Deep Red, Dario Argento. Oh my god, it's a 4K. Oh my god, you got wait. the you got the special edition, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. This that is so super pretty. pretty. This was a wild ride when I watched it last year, and I'm very excited to just watch it all over again. I, I almost bought that one blind because I, I kind of wanted that one for myself too. Oh my god, restored original lossless mono Italian and English soundtracks. What the hell? Oh man, great! I can watch this in mono. That's what I've always wanted to do. I've Obviously. actually never seen this one either, so I guess yeah. we're watching that audition yeah, yeah. in deep oh. red. It has uh, it has the 127 minute Italian version and the 105 minute exported version. Which one have you seen? Uh, I think I saw the 127, but I'll have to verify. I can't remember right now. Um, amazing! This is amazing. I'm so happy that both of these came in. My horror collection just grew by two today. Woo! So that was uh, Tony and James's new blues. Um, but yeah, we'll have more for you next week yeah. uh, on Hot Docs. And until then, I'm Dave. I am Tony. I'm James. 
and we will uh we'll see you soon take care everybody <laughs>